saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DrawYouPicture.com uh, at DrawYouPicture.com, surprisingly enough. Check it out. See what I've done for other people. I do logos and stuff and drawings and, and all that stuff. So check it out at DrawYouPicture.com. That's all I'm saying. So shut up. Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode 91. It's brought to you the week of December 30th, the last podcast of 2008. Nobody's mm-hmm. Listening is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. I am your host. My name is James, and my co-host is here. My name is Trevor. And uh, I'm glad you're here. I'm thinking one of these days we're going to have to just mess with people, and, and, and I'll introduce the podcast, and they'll, they'll wonder what's going on. No. Huh? One of these I, days? No. I, no. I'm sorry. No. Sorry, you're okay. you're you're the co-host. <laughs> it's not your job. I, Look it up. I don't get that part. No. <laughs> never. It's, it's only for it's only for uh people that celebrate American Christmas. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> we always start with an opening story uh and a and a plea for Trevor to to open the show. Hey James and Trevor. I mean, you wait a minute. Let me stop. Um you do remember the one time David tried to open the show do you remember that episode that would be a good yeah, trivia it, question but do you recall it i do recall it yeah that's the it, one it was comedy comedy gold you he, see he was the i think if i remember right he was going to start talking about uh the giantess girl the the, the tall yes. girl and he was just going to go off on her and i came in and interrupted and and he'd already started the show so there's no telling that's why i can't trust you it's not you it's it's i don't trust co-hosts Oh, it's 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 not me. It's no. you, is it? Is that yeah, the way it is? That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Opening story. Hey, James and Trevor. I thought I'd share this story that happened to my brother several years ago. My brother had a strong love for sci-fi stories dealing with aliens at this time and would love to know anything he could about extraterrestrial beings. He ended up experiencing an event that completely diminished his love of the subject ever again. One day, my parents were planning on getting the house tented for vermin since we were planning on selling it. My parents had originally planned on having the tenting done on Monday, but then decided to move it to a Friday. Unfortunately, the exterminators decided to ignore the request and they came on Monday anyway. Also, unfortunately, myself and my brother were the only ones in the house when they arrived at 10 o'clock a.m. The first thing we noticed that was that it suddenly got really dark in the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an ET moment. We we look around really confused until we heard a voice behind a shout, "Are you two supposed to be in here?" We turn around and we see a guy fully dressed in a hazmat suit holding a big spray can gun, which we mistook for a ray gun. <laughs> Suddenly my brother jumps up and yells, "The aliens have landed!" and he starts freaking out, running all over the house while while, and then cowered in the corner, trying not to be seen. This kept up for 10 minutes until we both realized that who these people were 
and we were able to call our parents. My older brother never really cared for alien stories after that, considering that he lived through one. Anyway, love the show. I hope you enjoyed this. Julian. Uh, P.S. I really loved your theme song for the Major Spoilers podcast. Keep up the awesome work. Wow. Yeah. I heard they played that. You know what bugs me about the story? It's this. It's this sentence. Um, My parents were planning on getting the house tented for vermin since we were planning on selling it. Okay, so you guys could live with the vermin. And... You, and it totally shivved me on that one. That's what I'm. And, <laughs> and, if, and if you weren't going to sell the house, you weren't going to have it tented. And and <laughs> here's the other part: is you had vermin so bad that you needed to tent your house. In case some of our middle school listeners don't know, it's when they put a big tarp over your entire house and then fog the mess out of it, and it's like so thick with gunk in there, aerosol spray that you can't be inside of there. In uh, it's I don't know. It's like soaking the entire house, and it's what they do with buildings that just have literally vermin, bugs, rats, everything just living in there so much that this is the only way they could be defeated. So yeah, I, I think that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. It's it, as long as you're going to stay there, keep the vermin. I mean, you know, they're they're friendly. They're, they, you know, the that's, children have named them. That's probably know. why they postponed it. You know, if they come on Monday, we won't have time to get Rascally Wiley Bill out of the. I don't know, Rascally Wiley Bill. Those were three names, <laughs> not one. That was the worst name ever. <laughs> I'm tired. I told you that before the show. Uh, our um, this show is also sponsored by Carrillo, the eternal sponsor. Thank you so much, K Oreo. We appreciate it. And go to my PC. And that's because the traditional office is becoming more of a touchpad than a daily destination. And long gone is the reliance on a landline to work away from the office. More people are performing work from home or other locations thanks to technologies like GoToMyPC that lets you take your office with you wherever you go. With GoToMyPC, you can have freedom from the office, enhanced work-life balance, increased work flexibility, When choosing a remote access service, you need to make sure it's easy to set up, easy to use, and affordable. And that's why you need to go to MyPC. And you can try it free for 30 days. For this special offer, go visit gotomypc.com slash podcast. Again, that's gotomypc.com slash podcast. And take your office with you wherever you go with GoToMyPC. Man, that's awesome. So, um, can can I do the ad copy one time? Uh, Maybe? Yeah, sure, right after this. Weekly. You shut your mouth! Okay, we can do that. <laughs> Update. Yeah. Hey, wait a second. What? It was the whole you shut your mouth part. Was that. That, that was a targeted attack, wasn't it, it? It may have been. It may have been. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, weekly update time. Um, dude, Trevor, I will let you go first. Since, since you're such a prima donna, you've been on the show like four times, and all of a sudden you want to run the entire thing. Go ahead with your bad self. Get on up there. Step up to the microphone. Tell me about some um, stuff. Oh, uh, wait. I wasn't what's, ready for this. Oh, what's what's uh, going um, on in Canada? <laughs> the, um, Besides the actually, plague. Yeah, I'm sorry. What was that? Besides the plague. You're still coughing, I noticed. That's... It's, just a, it, it's just a tickle to back throw. It's not a plague type cough. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more of a, um, um, I don't know. <laughs> Worst <laughs> comment ever. Oh, <laughs> anyway, um, yesterday I was out shopping and, uh, it, it was, it was one of those moments where, where, where I was thinking about you, James. Aw. Aw. 
Yeah, because I was um, I was going up to I was leaving um, a store called uh, a store called Zellers, um, which That's is just, say just your fat guy <laughs> fat guy clothing store or something. Anyway, it was called DrawYouPicture.com. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's just your typical department store type thing. But as I'm walking towards the outdoors, the indoors for some reason are automatic doors. Mm. The outdoors are not. And I saw this old lady walking up towards these doors and with no and, – and I just had flashbacks of, oh. of, your, of your lady in the targets. <laughs> the drunk aunt, yeah. And she's walking up towards the doors and it's like, oh, okay, this is going to be good. She's going to – it's oh. like cause she, she was giving no indication that she was going to open these doors. So she walked up to the doors, stopped, unfortunately for comedic purposes. They didn't open and then just looked around confused and then walked away from the doors because oh. they didn't open. It's like um, it's kind of sad. Um, you could push, um, but <laughs> no. She eh. she's a door snob. Apparently, you know. There's there's people that are like that about stuff. And uh, if this door is not going to open for me, by God, I'm not leaving this store. Well, so. and the worst part of it was is as I'm walking up towards her, and and I saw her open, walk to the door. It didn't open. She didn't push on it. it and for a split second in my mind, I was all like. Um, oh, okay, so these doors don't work. Where is another good door? It's like, oh, wait a second. I, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'll she, just push them. Yeah. Well, that's the probably never occurred to her. See, she's like, the first thing she thought of is, I'm going to go complain. You know, your your outdoor is broken. People need to leave this store, and they can't. You know, that's like complaining about an escalator. You know, an escalator never really breaks. It's like my good friend says, uh, it just becomes temporarily stairs. Sorry for the convenience. And, uh, yeah, if, if, the door is still open, people, old lady. Yeah. Uh, but they try to explain other... this to her, and she doesn't listen. I stood there, and they didn't open. Well, ma'am, did, did you push on them? Well, I shouldn't have to. There's Why not should a, I have to push them door? There's not a sign that says push. <laughs> so I did not think about it. Anyway, sorry. <coughs> I was being stalked than... by all these Canadians. <laughs> I'll just wait till you're done. How did I get in this country anyway? Because <laughs> you notice she's speaking with a southern accent in my story, so <laughs> I noticed that. I just I drove too much <laughs> to get up here. Uh. I'm tired from all the driving. I can't be bored to push no doors. <laughs> can't be no doors. Uh. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, it was Christmas. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, forgot about that. What, what, what was that? <laughs> it was. It's my new sound effect. But go ahead, go ahead yeah. with your Christmas drums. If it's a good joke, I'll play the joke drum. But we didn't. We didn't. We determined last week that that's not the sound of Christmas. The oh. sound of Christmas is that other sound effect. Oh well, I, I erased that one because I got annoyed oh. with it. <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> Is that because you played it 15 times at yeah, the end of the show? No, it's other reasons. It's not that. It can't be that. All right. So, yeah, your Christmas dr- uh, Christmas story. Sorry. <coughs> yes. As, uh, um, as I alluded to last week, I had a, an idea of what my, uh, what my wife might be getting me from this big Christmas gift that she was working on. Mm. And turns out I was close with that. So what did you think uh, you were getting? What I thought I was getting was a um, uh, a real drum set, an electronic drum set. 
uh, uh, because I've been playing rock band for a year and I've been thinking about taking up the drums for real. My boss actually uh, plays drums in a band, so he's offered to teach me. Hmm. So, but I don't actually have a real drum set. I have this, you know, these four plastic pads and a, you know, that I've broken a couple of and wow. you know, this. So that's what I thought was coming my way, and I was close. And what she actually got me was uh, what's called the. Ion Drum Rocker, mm. which is a a real electronic drum kit that they've that they've modified so that it'll actually work as a game controller for Rock Band. Ah. So, so I, I I'm gonna I'll send you in a picture of this thing, but if you haven't seen it, but it's 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 very impressive looking for a game controller. I mean, we're talking about you know a three hundred dollar game controller mm. here when you actually break it down Dang. to what it really is. But I mean, it's got the two symbols on it, and it's got these real, you know, pads for uh, that are actually electronic drum pads on it. Hmm. And uh, I, I have a feeling that my my geek credibility, my geek cred, has just risen to a whole new level by just owning this device that just takes up this monstrous amount of space in my garage right now. <laughs> Although it's it's funny too, because as much as I've been, um, you know, I've been playing the rock band for the for the last year, I'm learning. I'm finding I have to learn how to play the drums all over again because mm. now I'm learning how to play them properly, ah. you know, where I'm actually hitting the cymbals where I should and the bass pedal is much more sensitive. It's, it's, um, actually, I, I actually play worse with it, but only because I'm forcing myself to try <laughs> to learn great. real drum habits. <laughs> but just for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, you know, I, it's funny because one of my gifts was very similar. I've been playing a lot of Halo 3, you know, and – and all this, and and I, I got a I got a gun controller, and it it shoots real bullets. It's wireless, <laughs> and you can it's take it with you anywhere. And I, you know, I thought I was pretty good with a gun, but I have missed almost everyone I've tried to shoot with that thing. I tell you, uh, which is actually a good thing. So, uh, you, you know that I, I don't know what what the laws are like down in 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 America, but uh, we don't have any gun laws. <laughs> We're not supposed to shoot people. We got one law, and that is you can have my gun when you pry it from my cold, dead fingers. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Um, thank you, Trevor. Uh, I was uh, at, at Sam's today for an ungodly amount of time. Do you guys have Sam's clubs up there? Well, bless you. No, but aren't they associated with Walmart, I think? They are not. They are. Oh. They are, but they don't talk to each other very much. Um <laughs> One of them, one of them, you get to walk in for free. The other one, you have to pay to walk in. That's basically the, the only difference at this point. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we, we we have a place, a uh, big box store like that called Costco. Which yeah. same thing. Yeah. I've never got. That. It's like so. What you're gonna you're gonna cram me in here with this with this eighty year old woman driving a pallet jack, yeah. running it into the back of my ankles, and I'm gonna pay for that privilege. <laughs> yeah, actually, you have to pay extra for that. But um, yeah, they they mark it on your card, and you have to stand in line. Uh, but anyway, I was, I was at this place cause my wife was getting an eye exam at Sam's of all things. And, uh, she talked me into going and I thought it would be fun because, you know, before Christmas they had all these aisles of toys and, you know, sometimes you can get Xbox games cheaper there and all this stuff. And none of that junk, man, none of that. Everything was sold out. And so me and my kids, long story short, it took an hour and a half, what should have taken a half an hour. Cause it turns out Jen has astigmatism. They had to run all these extra tests. And the lady that took her information was goofball. And, and she's the LBB of the year because she didn't get something with the insurance. Right. And then we had to wait while they were on hold. I mean, to get an author 
authorization number, blah, 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 blah. So awesome. All of that to say this. I had to pee really bad during this whole time. And I had two kids and a wife in a, in a chair in a dark room with a strange man. And I, I could not go to the bathroom with a 10-month-old and a 4-month-old girl. I mean, a 4-year-old girl. And luckily, though, they have carts at Sam's with two seats in the front two baby mm-hmm. seats. And so I had them both up there and I just finally said, you know, after about 40 minutes, I, I got to go come Hades or high water. I got to go to the bathroom. So I went over there to check out the bathrooms and lo and behold, they have giant openings, you know, these little mazes. And I was able to get into the bathroom with the cart, uh, and park it. Jenna knows by now, cause there's been a couple times like at vacation where she had to be in the room with me. So she turns around, faces the other way and I, and I do my business. In the stall. Well, I turn around, zip up, or I zip up, turn around, go to wash my hands, and my daughter looks at me with her mouth hanging open. She says, Daddy, why didn't you wipe? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I I didn't know what she was talking about until I realized she was a girl, and she says it again. And, you know, why why didn't you wipe? I'm like, we don't have to. We we just wash our hands afterwards. Most of us do. And she says... uh, Later on at dinner, she decided to bring that up again, and she wanted to know why. Why don't you have to wipe? And and I just like, no, we're not having that conversation right now. But, uh, because boys are cooler than girls, apparently, <laughs> in just at least one way. So yeah, the other the other weekly update is this, and I have to read an email in order to share this one. Uh, hey, this is Paige, aka Awesome Twenty Two in the forums. I have a, a communion story for you. My friend, insert creative girl name here, was raised Catholic, but she decided to come to my Nazarene church one day. Uh, She liked it so much, she began to go with me every Sunday, and my pastor and his wife were rather young. So are my parents, so we have regular game nights with them. Um, And and the, the girl, being a friend, church member, she was also invited. For her first communion, I explained how the process went. We all got up, we walked um, up the aisle in the order of the pews, we get our bread, we sat down, and we all ate together. She had never seen a communion glass before, and she was fascinated by it. She ran up to the pastor who was holding the tray of communion glasses and screamed, Oh my God! Everyone's mouth in the church dropped open because the pastor and his wife are so close to her and her family, uh, they busted out laughing, and the whole congregation stared at us. Confused, uh, the young girl took her glass uh, examining it, and she sat down next to me. I kindly and softly explained how the people of our congregation looked down upon using the Lord's name in that context. <laughs> I still make fun of her to this day about the one time she let those words slip out of her mouth in church. Thanks for reading. Hope you enjoyed it. Love your faithful listener, Paige. Okay, I told Paige's story to tell so, you about our. I was going to say you said all that to say this. <laughs> our Christmas Eve service <laughs> at my church. I've told you guys I'm, our church is in the hood. We get all kinds of people coming through, and it's not uncommon occasionally to hear something slip in a very funny way. And I, sometimes I forget because it happens so often that this stuff's pretty comical. Uh, this one was comical on every level possible. Um, it was Christmas Eve service. It was only an hour long. Uh, pastor gets up after some Christmas carols and he he asks the congregation a question. And that is, uh, what was the best Christmas gift you ever got? And so he, he, he even comments. He says, I'm coming down. We're going to do this interactively, which is always dangerous here, but we're going to do it. So he starts going up to people. What was your best gift? And he puts a microphone in somebody's face. And, uh, you know, he there were kids in the service. So they're like, you know, DSs and, or Wees and, and some old ladies like Chatty Cathy. And, and then his father, the, this 
former senior pastor. Yeah, he's talking about, you know, I, a Buffalo Bill, you know, uh, Western wear or something from when I was a child and all this. Well, he goes by this one old dude who's just about as hardcore as you see. And he says, I don't know how to say this. Um, <laughs> he puts the microphone in this dude's face and the guy just simply says what sounds like tough S. That's all I'm going to say. So the words tough, then the bad word for poop, just well, echo. And, and, and then, the word that, then the word that Trevor says while playing yeah. video games. <laughs> this bad word, this combination of bad words just goes blasting out through a million-dollar sound system um, to about, what, 500, 600 people. And, um, and Pastor quickly goes, what? But then he thinks better of putting the microphone back down so he can, <laughs> so he can repeat it. But the guy didn't hey, even blink. He didn't even blink. He didn't. He didn't look embarrassed. He didn't nothing. He he was telling us his favorite, most memorable. I mean, apparently he had a hard life. And I'm guessing so. Yes. Yeah. My Christmas story is nothing compared to him. If if that's what he got, because you don't even get soft poop. He got tough. <laughs> he didn't even. It, it was old and, and and calcified or something. No fiber. But, there fiber. Is, but but being the Christian people that we are and, and the virgin ears that we have, immediately, you know, the pastor who's sitting in front of me turns around and says, I think he said tough shed. But he said it so loud that he sounded like he said the exact same thing that the other dude said. And so all these college kids behind me start I mean, like they weren't laughing before, but they about lose it. And so, you know, Pastor finishes his rounds, and of course, I got to speak, and I, I mentioned my uh, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back Battle of Hoth playset. And then uh, Pastor gets up on stage, and he says, wow. He goes, yeah, I'm still wondering about that one gift. And then he continues his <laughs> sermon. But uh, yeah, I was looking at the dude, and he just sat there through the whole thing. And he, I don't know, he may have said Tough Shed, a brand new Tough Shed. Well, so, I don't if know. you're going to get a shed, it might as well be tough. Might I mean, as well be uh, tough. I, it may be a brand name. It may be a brand name of shed <laughs> that you can get. But uh, apparently, he hit, you know whether he was a child when he got this tough shed or whatever. But uh, sometimes life is like that. It, it gives you tough shed. So anyway, there you go, Paige. Thanks for your story, but mine beats yours. <laughs> Uh, speak, from, from, speaking of say, tough shit, I was gonna say from now on when we play Halo, I will, I yeah. will now shout out Shed if things go. <laughs> oh Shed! Oh, <laughs> uh, and you will be the LBB of the week. One of the many tools of the devil. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry there. Um, dear James and Trevor, I have a definitive LBB story to share with you and your listeners. This is sent in by Les. This Christmas, I was invited. To by my family in South California. Uh, I was visiting my family in South California. My dad lives in the foothills and the mountains above Pasadena in the community of some Sierra Madre stalkers. Sounds nice. Sierra Madre is mostly below the mountains, but one section extends up a canyon and along the slopes above the canyon. I have to, I have to say this like I'm a very light person. Now, the main story, it was Christmas Eve morning. And I was taking a walk up the canyon and listening to my iPod. The canyon. I li- <laughs> my father lives near a canyon. <laughs> Corbett Canyon. 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 Now, there are no sidewalks in the canyon, so you have to walk along the tr- road facing traffic to avoid any cars that come along riding in the canyon. canyon. Also, <laughs> also, this stretch of road, there's a steep drop-off. <laughs> 
down the houses below. You know why? Because it's, it's a canyon. canyon. <laughs> There's also a, a slight wide spot with a couple of concrete barriers blocking you from parking there as a sign posted with no trespassing, for which I mistakenly took to mean don't go down the slope from here because you will die. The other side of in this... canyon. Yes, in the canyon, because it is a deep canyon. The other side, because we live in California, in Sierra Madre Padre, whatever the, the heck it was. Um, the, the other side of this stretch of road is lined with houses that look out over the valley below, below the canyon. Um, I had just turned the corner, and I headed down this section of the road. I was wearing Izod clothing, by the way. And I had just passed a couple of ladies standing in a driveway and talking to another old lady who obviously left her Volkswagen bug parked along the road just down the, from the driveway. Now, all this detail may seem pointless, but wait. <laughs> I just added that. I'm just, I'm just completely... Yeah, I don't know where I'm, we are, but there's an old lady, so it's got to get good. As long as there's an old lady with a Volkswagen involved, I, I have hope. In a canyon. All right, remember, this is an LBB, so it's got to get good. Um, now, <laughs> when I rounded the corner and saw the view, I decided to rest on the wide spot and just look at the view for a moment. I should point out that because of uncommon raining weather, the city had designed this area as a flash flood mudslide zone in the canyon, because it's a <laughs> canyon and water runs down it. The canyon. In the canyon. And the police were driving through the neighborhood explaining that A, there was a voluntary evacuation warning and reminding people that B, there was no parking in the streets and in the roads up the canyon. Dude, <laughs> I live in a canyon due to the narrow, twisty nature of the roads in the canyon. Now, now, hearing the officer and his loudspeaker, I turned off my iPod to listen. And just then, I heard the older lady yelling at me. I turned around and she said, Can't you read? It says no trespassing. To which I replied, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm just admiring the view for a moment. And then she responded with, It says no trespassing. You didn't turn in your paperwork. No. As, <laughs> as she proceeded. And she proceeded to jump into a car to avoid being ticketed by the officer for parking in a no-parking zone. I, should, I, sh I, I could only shake my head in disbelief as I stepped out from behind the barrier. And, you know, if you were behind a barrier, dude, you, decide, you deserve to get yelled at, by the way. I just want to say well, especially, this. Especially a barrier that's overlooking a canyon. A canyon! <laughs> the rules are different in a canyon. They, you just got to face it. When you're in a canyon, it's like a magical place. Anyway... <laughs> I wish I lived in now. a canyon. Oh, it's a weird sounding word. Have you ever done that where you say words so many times it didn't make sense anymore? Not since uh -huh. I was a child. I could only shake my head in disbelief as I stepped out from behind the barrier and proceeded down the road, wondering if the lady was Scrooge's wife. Probably not because he's been dead for a long time. And there um, he was also a fictional character. Sadly, mm. she drove off before I could offer her a Merry Christmas. And a God bless you. See, that's that's why the Lord did not want you to say God bless you. Because when you say God bless you in that context, it's actually like giving them the middle finger. So don't say it? that. It is. Oh, it is. I'm so totally going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, it's like um, it's like in uh, Jurassic Park when the the big dinosaur sneezed on the kid's sister, and he goes, God bless you. That's what he was saying. That's what he was like. 
he wasn't saying it to the dinosaur, though. He was actually saying it to the sister. Um, so, God bless you in reply to her rudeness. It also struck me later that apparently she could read as well as I because all of the roads and the streets are marked no parking up the canyon. So she was clearly ignoring the canyon signs just as I was ignoring the no trespassing sign. Anyhow, I thought you'd get a kick out of this story. Love the show and keep up the great work less, a.k.a. History Kid in the forums. Well, see, that explains it. He had to give us a lot of history about canyon lore. Oh. You live in a canyon. <laughs> I don't know. That, would... <laughs> that sounds like an insult. Your mom lives in a canyon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. She lives in a ditch. But I'm, I'm jealous. Deep ditch. I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> it's the ghetto. It's the ghetto of California. But it's a giant canyon, a gorgeous canyon. That's the ghetto of California, apparently. See now, now if now th- th- me being you know not as um, canyony, we have the Grand Canyon. Did you know that? I'm sure you do. Uh oh. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Did you fall in? I I, I fell in the canyon. <laughs> that was a little jealousy right there. You had to step away and say tough shed. And then come back to the microphone. I had a follow-up to that, and then I got all distracted. It's okay. I was just going to say, it be, me being the not-so-nice person that I am, when she said, it says no trespassing, I, and she got in her car, I would have said, it says no parking. Yeah, that's the stuff you always think of later, though. It's like, you know, uh, it's Christmas for the love. And uh, this dude is lost in a canyon listening to an iPod. There's a there's a stinking police car with a with a big old bullhorn on top of his car yelling at people you can leave if you want to it's a mudslide coming on christmas yeah, it's voluntary though <laughs> yeah, it's voluntary you don't have to leave you do live in a canyon the rules are different for you guys <laughs> you guys are special you're canyon folk so yeah I'd, I'd love to see the wannabe gangsters that come from the canyon <laughs> yo canyon. we come from the cn that's right baby what's up what's up i lived in a canyon <laughs> I'm from deep, deep, deep in the dirty canyon, baby. This is <laughs> anyway. I don't know where that's going. It's not going anywhere. We, we, you see, we we now have have alienated all listeners who live in canyons. Oh yeah, like all three of them, three gangster <laughs> wannabe gangster canyon people. Uh, I bet there's good echo. Rap rap would be really fun in a canyon. <laughs> You'd be like, all the people on this side say hello. Oh, it would echo automatically. You wouldn't even have to have no people. That would be great. All right, let's go. This is not funny. Who, me? It's a little bit funny. Who, All right. Me? We, we didn't have no middle school drama. I was afraid we weren't going to have any. But then five minutes before showtime, I checked email and Audra, who I'm going to guess is a girl. I mean, I constantly get yelled at because I guess wrong. Why do I feel the need to guess people's genders? Audra. A-U-D-R-A is pretty safely a girl's name. I hope so. I hope so. I'm going to go with you on this one. I I have faith. All right. Trevor's backing me up. Dear NLCast, I have four goats, but one day my mom went out to the barn to feed them, and she came back screaming, I have no clue of what was going on, and she took us to the barn, and there was a baby goat. What no one knew is that the mother was going to have a baby when we got her. So the point of this story is if you get a goat, you might get a two-in-one deal. Thanks for reading my story. Me and my brother listen to you all the time, and don't stop, Audra. Here's the thing. Those poor kids don't know where baby goats come from. 
they think all you have to do is go out and feed them and you get <laughs> an extra baby goat. So mom, you might want to fix that. Audra, when you're older, well, ask mama where baby goats come from. Well, there's two things there. I mean, I start the, you start the story off with, Dear Animal Cast, I have four goats. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like the weirdest beginning to I email. Had, I had three, but now I got four. So I, I have four goats. Now I have five goats. <laughs> we used to have five goats, but now we have four. My mom said it was due to the tough shed. So, anyway. <laughs> hey, Jane. Oh, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to read our featured story. Uh, peace out. <gasps> I got a bad feeling about this. Featured story. All right, featured story this week. Um, this request uh, went out a few weeks ago, actually a f- couple months ago, and we asked folks to mention to us any stories that we always said we'd have to tell but we never had. And uh, this is an email we got from um, Bookworm Emily. Hey, James, you guys rock. Just started listening, and I laugh so hard that I snort most of the time. I would love it if you guys would tell the story of when Nick's dad punched a pastor's kid. I would love to hear because I am one. Love the show. Keep it up. And uh, keep rocking. So, Emily, we're gonna. I'm going to go ahead and just tell you. It's not a huge story. Um, but it's a pretty good one. You guys will remember David. He's um, He came on a while back. I can, I'm trying to remember what episode was his. Uh, but uh, his son is Rockstar Paul, and his other son is uh, Salsa Boy. So Salsa he, kid. Yeah, you guys know him even if you don't know him just from that. But uh, I were, I first time I met him was in Macon, Georgia, and he was um, pastoring at this little church there. And uh, it was just him and another and the senior pastor. And, and basically, David did everything that that pastor couldn't do. So he did children's, nursery, uh, youth group, the whole thing. He kept office hours, uh, and he was the only other. Pretty much it was him, the other pastor, and the secretary, and that was it. A couple maintenance people, I guess. But um, the, the senior pastor's kids would always come into um, the building. And, and I guess they were homeschooled or preschool. I don't remember very much, but they were the epitome of what you imagine when you think of PKs. They're, they were they were buttheads. They were little LBBs. And uh, actually, let me take that back. The little girl wasn't because she was too young to really get into anything. But the little boy, he he was a butt. He was bad. And uh, he liked... Uh, are you saying that, that PKs are normally buttheads? Yeah, typically they're known as being really bad kids. I was yeah. gonna say because you you have two children, you know that. I'm right? I am I am striving <laughs> to not raise those kind of kids. It's because they're raised, and I'm getting serious for a minute here, but it's because they're raised in fishbowls and they're raised with all these uh, expectations. And sometimes the parents feed into that because they want to push this image of having perfect children. And then all the Sunday school teachers and children's workers and all that hold them to a higher standard because they're supposed to be holier than thou and walking on clouds and all that. The kids grow up hating that, rebelling against that, and they usually end up worse. Um, and and I, in my group, in my kids' church, I strive to teach or to keep all the kids, including my PKs that I have, uh, I try, strive to teach, uh, I keep tripping over my words, I strive to treat them the same as all the other kids. I don't pick them any more or any less than other kids. I don't I don't call them out ever, even if they're bad. I always do it secretly. And I'll call out other kids, but I won't call out the PKs. 
And uh, so anyway, and I'm not pushing my kid to be some sort of special person. She's already special because she's just Jenna. And so anyway, oh. all that being said, yeah, all that being said, uh, uh, matter of fact, I, I think the crowd really loved that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, folks. No, no, no. Seriously. 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 Calm down. Calm down. I've been collecting sound effects. Yeah, Yay. Calm down. Calm down, people. All right. So anyway, um, all that to say, this little guy was the epitome of all of that. He was bad to the bone, and he was probably about three years old. So he walks up on David. He'd went, gone through this phase since he's the PK, and everybody worships the ground he walks on, and he does no wrong that he was going to take advantage of that, and he was going to hit people. And he had taken to hitting the uh, assistant, the lady that answered the phones, the secretary, the whatever you want to call her, administrative assistant. And he would just hit her on the leg and run off. And she'd be like, she was so nice, you know, stop it now. Stop it. Stop that. And uh, he never would. And so here comes David. David walks in. He's doing something on the computer. And this kid walks up and punches him right in the arm or in the leg or something. And, uh, and David's like, okay. He says, you get to do that one more time. Go ahead. Because that's the way David was. He was cool. And the kid hit him again. And he says, okay. Now that you've done that, that was pretty fun and all, but if you hit me again, I'm going to hit you back. And the kid kind of looks at him and kind of grins, thinks about it for a minute. He comes up to him. He walks away for a little bit. He comes back and just cracks David as hard as he can. David turns around. This three-year-old kid balls up his fists. And just tapped him right on the forehead. <laughs> just pop. Just a quick little pop right on the forehead. And the, he says the kid kind of took a couple steps back, kind of kind of wiggled his eyes a little weird, and just plopped down right on his butt. <laughs> he didn't cry. <laughs> he just kind of fell down and looked a little dazed. He kind of shook it off and got up and walked away. And um, after that, the kid treated him like he was the greatest thing in the world. He never hit. I don't think he ever hit anybody again. He, he <laughs> saved that kid's soul. And he didn't use Jesus. He used violence. So I always appreciated that. That was pretty cool. So, yeah, that's the story. Like I said, it's not real long, but it's it's amazing. If you could just see my fist. He, he hit him, not with his knuckles, but if you hold your fist up and ball your fist up, the flat part between your first and second knuckles, he just kind of just... Right there, right on the forehead. And, uh, yeah. It's like in a world that we live in where, you know, that kind of stuff could send you to jail. David Kaibat was not afraid to just crack some little butthead three-year-old right in the head. It was great. (laughs) His boss's son just laid him out. So, anyway, there you go. Statue of Limitations hopefully has run out on that. I didn't mean to get David arrested, so... Well, no, no. The the cops are heading down to his his place right now. Like, actually, the kids like twenty now. So, <laughs> hope it's hope it's. I've known David for a long time. Well, um, he's he, he now has the uh, he's grown up and and now it's this is bringing back repressed memories. Now he remembers it all because he's a listener to your podcast. He's like, I remember when I'm going to get that guy. See yeah. now, look now that you're done. He touched me in the forehead. <laughs> oh. It's a little a little different than. So wrong. That usually sounds, so. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so wrong, we're going to have to move on. E-N-V mail. Thank you for calling. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's all it's the least I can do. Uh, I was just listening to your podcast episode, and you were talking about how people add R's to words that don't need them. Sadly, I have the bad habit of saying idea like idea. 
My brother's girlfriend says nasty with an R. She says it nasty. Some people say water like water. And this is Rachel that wrote that in. So she was just making some comments on my my just just my irritation with people adding R's to to words. It uh, it happens. You know, David's uh, my my brother's dad, my stepdad. He he said water, water, order, order. Yeah. Ugh. It's irritating. It's like it's, English is hard enough to spell already. There's no real rules. I don't care what they tell you. And now we're going to add extra R's. People try to do that with my name, too. Kennison is my last name, stalkers. And uh, they try to say Kennerson. And I'm like, where the heck? Where the heck is there an R in Ken? Where do you get an R from? <laughs> Kennison. You know? Kendison. They'll add a D to it. It's like, get a life. Get an, get an R. I'd like to buy a vowel, not a consonant. Hey, James. Well, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was, I was moving. <laughs> I was going to say, if, if uh, it, it, it was funny when you were doing your uh, your opening there. I was thinking about that episode when we talked about the R's, and I was thinking that you should rename your page to drawerpitcher.com. Draw. Draw. Hey, can you draw, draw. draw me one of, them, one of them pictures? Can one you draw me pitters? a picture? I like them. I like what you do, man. You're talented. You know that? By God, you're talented. I'm going to call that show. We'll call that show. That I'm draw. You'd better draw me a picture. Or you'll be in I some tough shed. Yeah, <laughs> I shoot you. All right. Hey, James. This is not a little story about the time I nearly killed myself writing. Writing. The first time you have. To, first thing is you have to know something about me. I put myself 100 percent into everything I do, whether it's walking my dog, working, or anything. And I almost killed myself one time. Um, here it is. When I was 14 years old. I began writing a book, and I was about 15. I nearly killed myself doing it, you see? I've always forced myself to do what I'm, do what I'm doing, no matter how I feel, what I'm thinking, or what's going on around me. And I'd actually like to have that talent, if you can send some of it to me. So, of course, when yeah. I was about, when I hit 300, oh, wait a minute. So, of course, when I was about to hit 300 pages in my book, and by about, I mean, I was at 100 pages at the time, I decided to stay up all night without eating. Except to get up to go to the bathroom, and even then, I took about thirty seconds to do what should have taken forty-five minutes, if you know what I mean. So uh, now that would have been fine, forty-eight hours, no sleep, no problem. But after forty-eight hours, my book was still not at the three hundred page mark. So I figured, hey, me, why not just stay up another night? It won't kill you. So I said, okay, me, and we we dosed up on some caffeine and Jolly Rancher. See, at this point, I would be sleeping already because you are talking to yourself and answering yourself. See that that's what I'm thinking. You can it's it, talking to yourself is a perfectly natural way to mm-hmm. get thoughts out. Answering yourself. Yeah, well, you cross the line. I even think I think even answering yourself is okay. It's disagreeing with yourself that I would have a problem <laughs> with. If you start arguing with yourself, that's when yeah. Anyway, even this would have worked fine even though I was now starting to hallucinate. Yeah, you were seeing another version of yourself. And I could yeah. barely think let it own right. I still only had 10 pages to go, so why not keep typing away? That means I would have to stay up for another 10 hours or so. It's not that it takes me an hour to write a page, but I also proofread as I go, so it takes me 10 minutes to write a page, 50 minutes to proofread it, just like this post. Uh, So after 10 hours and me not sleeping for about three to four days now, I get a call. Mind you, it's 12 p.m. It feels more like 12 a.m. to me, and that's 12 a.m. after not sleeping for four days, and what do I know? It's my friend on the other line saying, hey, 
I need you to come over. My parents are away for the weekend, and we're going to have a huge party. Now, of course, I could have talked, um, I could have been talked out of going, but I was out of mana, as it were, and I didn't have a single bit of common sense left in me. So I said, sure, my friend, I'll be right over to help you get started. And also, this other me's coming, too. Do you live in a canyon, by chance? <laughs> Because I would love to walk down to your house. Um, as I'm sure I sounded a little less exclamation marky, but hey, it's my story, isn't it? I'm going to have to start saying that. I'm going to say this all exclamation marky like. But hey, it's my story. So I headed over, yeah, I headed over to my friend's house on my bike, and for some crazy random happenstance, I actually didn't get hit by a car. And about 20 minutes later, I was at my friend's house ready to start a party. Um,. So I was standing there with huge bags in my eyes, talking to one of the many people in the party, when all of a sudden I woke up on my friend's couch about four hours later with the biggest headache I've ever had in my life, a few bruises, and vomit all over my clothes. Mmm, some party. Turns out that I passed passed out from exhaustion. Um, I vomited all over myself, and I proceeded to fall down the stairs I was standing above. Fun. Uh, She says, you're a saint if you read this all. Sorry if it took too long. I'm sure it is. Spencer... Ah, oh, that must have been a dude. Whoops. Just, oh, Crap. Dude. Oh, it was a said chick the entire time. No, no. no. <laughs> Dang Dang. it. Dang it. Why do I put genders on everybody? It doesn't make you have sense. To clear it through me first. I'm better at it than you. <laughs> well, see, part of me, I'm trying to be Christ-like. I'm trying to be like God. And he put genders on everybody. He just did it right, so... <laughs> Apparently, so you're going about arbitrarily. Yeah, I'm changing. You're Sorry. Chick, you're a dude. Sorry. You're a dude. <laughs> you're not a dude. Oh, man. Here's a good one. I've got an LBB for you. I think I might have sent it to you. If I did, please ignore the last one and use this one. And I did. And you did. And so I did. I started listening to ELR a while back and started listening to many other cool podcasts like yours. Uh, now, one thing I noted about both you and Scott Johnson is that you both do a webcomic. So I decided to start doing one as well. In a month, I had filled out a page with a lot of comics that I became attached to. Anyways, I wanted extra credit for art at the end of the semester, and my teacher told our class that if we bring in some art pieces, that we could get extra credit. So with a smile on my face and my sketchbook in my hand, I took one of my sketchbooks to school, and I showed her my sketchbook. And I had a sketchbook, and I liked the word sketchbook. Canyon and sketchbook. (laughs) What is this? She said, raising her tone, and uh, mm, this is my sketchbook, I said. She continued to say, do you want me to give you extra credit for this? Yes, it's my sketchbook. Sketchbook. I'm attached to it. It's my precious. Now, uh, yes, I said in a low voice, feeling idiotic for being outed in front of the class. So not only that, he was also gay. Um, this isn't an art. I'm sorry. I can't give you extra credit. I was shocked. Not an art. Not art, I wanted to say. How can you decide what is art and what isn't? People like this annoy me who consider only certain things art and not art. Blah. Thanks for listening. And art or no, I'm going to continue my little doodles. Keep doing your thing. Peace. Skip. Skip, I'm sorry I not only changed your gender, also changed your preference. So, my bad. And sketchbook. (laughs) Sketchbook. That's a little code just for me to skip. And Skip, I wish I had your name. I have always wanted to be named Skip instead of James. <sighs> or Skippy. But what, but what gender would you be, James, if I'd you were named Skip? Dude. I'd still be a dude. I would not be Skipette. I would not be the one girl in the whole group. 
All right. Ah, la, la, la. I think that's about it. We're going to wrap it up. We're 47 minutes in. And uh, also, just here at the end, I wanted to break from the format and just mention what I've been playing on my 360. I've been, I got, here's what I got for Christmas. Um, You mentioned what you got for Christmas. Here's what I got. We had a very low budget this year. And so I got two video games. I got um, Mirror's Edge, which is really great. And I got Fable, uh, which is an Xbox game. It's a role-playing game, and it's really good. But as I was telling my wife, I you can get married in this game. And um, I didn't realize that when I first started playing it, but you can get married. And so once I found out, I was like, okay, all right, I'm going to get married. Because if I play a game, I'm like the girl writing. I, I'm going to get everything out of this game possible. I want to do it all. And so, um, which is why um, I can't play uh, some of wait, the games. Wait, 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 wait. What? It was a guy who told the story about the writing. Oh, great. You, you said it was like the girl who was writing. Oh, whatever. Whatever. Girl, <laughs> guy. Whatever. Figure it out. You know who you are. Hadgummit. Uh, I'm, I'm listed as a girl on, on MySpace. So, big deal. All right, here we go. Point being, uh, I, I, I couldn't figure it out. I finally figured out how to get married. And I was telling my wife, I got married last night in the game. It's pretty cool. Got a little wife now and got a house and all this stuff. And she, she makes, gives me presents and stuff. It's pretty cool. You get armor from her. I don't know how she gets armor, but she has some. But I That's said, the best gift ever. I said, the only thing is, is that when I was trying to learn how to get married, I had been flirt or my character had been talking to this other girl character in this other world But then when I go to get her wedding ring and come back, I couldn't get in this stupid, her town, because it was under siege. And I had to do this quest to get back in. Well, I wanted to go to bed. I wanted to get married. And so I just married the first girl I could talk to in some other town. (laughs) And it's really cute, because the little girl, you know, in the the character and the thing, she's all, I love being married to you. And she's got this uh, little Irish accent and the whole thing. And every time you talk to her, she's she's saying all these things. Oh, being in love with you is so great. You know, you're about the handsomest man I've ever seen, you know, and all this stuff. And and I feel guilty hearing it as a player because the girl I really wanted to marry (laughs) is in a (laughs) southern town. (laughs) And it's like, I I can't return her sentiment. I don't love her. She was just a convenient. You were just there. You were in the same town. And the heart over your head was bigger than the other three girls that looked just like you. <laughs> and, um, and and it's sad, too, because I when I was trying to learn, I talked to all these different characters. And I kind of didn't even keep track. But I looked at my stats. There are 27 people in this plant, in this world that I'm playing in that are in love with me now. <laughs> and they have these giant hearts. And they are all wanting wedding rings. And one of them is a dude. So... <laughs> I was like, I don't remember talking to you, but apparently in my confusion, um, I, I, I have a dude that's in love with me. He gets really excited when I walk into the town. He starts clapping and cheering, and he's got this <laughs> giant heart over his head. And uh, I was just like, dude, I think you misunderstood. I was really wanting to buy a, I was wanting to buy a sword, and he took it wrong. But anyway, oh, wow. Oh, goodness. <gasps> yeah, exactly. And that's the end of the show, folks. <laughs> thank you so much. That's, that's thank you for listening over these two years. Yeah, it's been nice as our last show. Visit us online at nlcast.com. Check out the webcomic uh, at nlcast.com. Call us, 816-298-0823. Email us your stories, 
Nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. Leave us an iTunes review. Tell a friend. Thanks to our sponsors, contributors, spouses, and everybody who listens. This is just for you. Yes. Thank you, listeners. We love you. We appreciate you. But the sad truth is that... Are you going to... Here. <laughs> I'm trying. I left you hanging, boy. <laughs> the sad truth is, Canyon. <laughs> Sketchbook. Nobody's listening. I couldn't Nobody's let this listening. be the only show that we haven't said nobody's listening at the end. Canyon. 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 Here, I wonder if I can. Canyon Meadows. If I can make it sound like I'm in a canyon. Hey. Ooh, can you do hey. that with me too? <laughs> canyon. Hello. No. Hello. Sketchbook. 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 No. Hold on. <laughs> Canyon. 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 Hey. 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 Well, let's see. Let's see. There you go. Trap. 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 Can you hear me? There you go. There you go. There you go. Hey, okay, I'm back. <laughs> so, uh, what's, it like what's it like living in a canyon? Oh, dude, turn that off. That's so annoying. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. It, yep. It's... Uh, wait, wait, wait. I got one. Check. One, two, one, two, one, two. Hold on. Hey, 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 hey. Get out of the canyon. Check, 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 check. One, two. One, two. One, two. One, 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 one. There we go. All right. Check, one, two. Hi. Whoa. Hi, this is, uh... This is James from Nobody's Listening. Oh, dude. Anyway, a second. I can hear myself. I know, it's, it's so trippy. Woo! Alright, peace out. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.